I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Swedish Football Mafia podcast and it's a bit of a special one isn't it Adil? Yes it is, uh, it's first of all uh, Al Pitch is dead, yeah. uh, <laughs> he won't be joining us, uh, he might be resurrected for next week I, 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 I've, I've come back from the dead so uh, Yeah, uh, involuntarily but, and, and yeah, he's like he's got a Jesus complex, it's perfect, he's got a Messiah complex, he might be back on Sunday actually uh, Maybe, but he's dead for the moment, And but today we're not going to preview the usual one for the Premier League Because we did that in the weekend, we, just, we can just say that Liverpool drew yesterday which was a great result for Brendan Rodgers. At least he said that. And then, <laughs> of course he did. And Todd, you played brilliantly. The we, were brilliant. effort, we, yeah. we, we were brilliant. We controlled the game and whatever else Brendan said. As usual. He was yeah. brilliant. What a great man he is. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Tottenham won 1-0. The sun. Of course. The Here sun shining. Sun. Yeah. yeah. So that's basically the recap of that. Yep. Because we talked about the other one. Because today we're going to have a bit of a different episode. We have a couple of guests. We've had... One or two who actually helped with the pod, but now this is proper guests because Actual guests. yeah, because they've something done something here. Let us let them introduce themselves. Who we got here? Hello, my name is Peter, and I am Johan. Uh, thanks for having us. And these are thank you for have thank you for having us. Actually, yeah, so. absolutely. We did, so to to fill in, they've written a book about lower league football in London, London. Yeah. so it's ex- exclusively London yeah. and the fun yeah. part we don't know that much about because James dug this up uh, incredible that James had this idea dug this up just a couple of days ago told me that these guys are coming he told me this for like two weeks ago and I thought yeah he's having one of the seizure attacks yeah. but apparently he actually went out and <laughs> found actually, the guy these are actually real people that I actually <laughs> spoke to <laughs> I'm shocked in real life yeah and I didn't know what to expect the two perfectly normal gentleman came in yeah. who had to, seemed to have a general football interest and yeah, deal beforehand dear deal was going this is going to be awful you've organised this this is going to be awful but no so we kind of lured them into our... They were like, where the studio? It was like, the studio? <laughs> we got the office uh, yeah. slash... Uh, we, we used the studios. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually Be- because you actually work as... Uh, what, what do you work as, Peter? Uh, I work at the Swedish National Television as a web editor. And I am a content manager at a brand experience company, which is one of those titles you have that to explain. Like, that well, you're a journalist. Like the, yeah, I, I'm, from, from the beginning, I'm a journalist. So if you met your grandma at a party and she says, <laughs> what are you doing now, son? 
I, I work at a communi- uh, communication agency. So okay, short I, I still think so, my grandma would struggle with so that. So during yeah. this episode, if it sounds like what you and Peter, you know, they're like waking up for something, because <laughs> it is kind of like we drugged them here, and we're yeah. sitting here and talking, because they, they thought it would go into a studio, yeah. two new guys <laughs> just does know exactly what... And they actually have proper jobs and stuff like that, yeah. and not like it, numbered comedians. So, yeah. so yeah, perfect. So, so what can you tell Why did this project start? Why did you do this? Basically, it was Johan's uh, idea uh, to write a book about the lower league and non-league in, in London. And he asked a common friend of us, yep. Eric, to hop along. Exactly. And I, then I came along as a photographer. I was working with Eric, and, um, uh, you know, I was traveling to London quite a, quite a lot with my, my father to watch football. And uh, we started going to Premiership games, which we enjoyed, but we also tried to squeeze in some uh, other football, like low league football. And I find, found out that I liked that even more. And you know, when you come back from a trip like that, people ask you, "How's London?" Yeah. Say, it's great. Which which game did you go to? And you go to well, I saw actually Barnet v Shrewsbury, <laughs> <laughs> and you get this funny. So look. What, what was your first match? That, you that was actually the first match. Barnet Shrewsbury. So he's <laughs> been to more Shrewsbury you games than you have. My sister actually lives in Barnet. She's oh. moved from Shrewsbury to Barnet, oh. so uh, she she would definitely be split there. So, so the Mackay inbred is all over England. Yeah, it's not absolutely. only Liverpool. Yeah, that's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, that's good. She was sent away. <laughs> but, you know, um, uh, at work, when I told Eric um, that I worked with at the time that I went to see Barnet Shrewsbury or, or which game I did, did see, he was like, oh, yeah, I go sometimes too and see Brentford and stuff. And that's how it all started. Because we, we discussed a little bit before, like, like I think, the idea you have of going to English football in you know, the old pictures from the 70s, 60s, you can't really get that feeling. But I'm guessing, because last time I was in the lower league game, it must have been like 15, 20 years. I must have been like a kid in the 90s or something. Mm-hmm. I know we went to some local conference uh, team because one of my mate's older brother was playing or something like that. Uh, so, I mean, is that the feeling you get from lower leagues? Like that, that this this charm from the British football from the 70s because you don't really get that at Premier League games anymore do you? It is it is charming and it's a bit nostalgic absolutely yeah yeah. I think I think there's been a bit of a movement in, in England that the, the, the more the prices have gone up in the Premier League the, the more people are sort of saying actually I quite like this club. I mean, one of my friends is a massive Liverpool fan, but he's gone regularly. He so has he's deluded. For a long time. So he's, he's deluded. He's, he's not. He's, he's actually completely deluded because so. he goes to see Dulwich Hamlet. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, Massive uh, blue and pink fan. Yeah, uh, absolutely loves it. And it. I mean, he he goes to all the matches. He does attend some Liverpool matches, but for him. Attending a match is about the lower leagues, and and I think it's more more and more are, are doing it. So basically, what what you and the Peter just said, you yeah. repeated that by but by, I did it. I use the example of some Liverpool guy, you know. You, That's complete met. nonsense, two minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if Al was here, that was exactly because he usually says that. I felt like I had to jump in for him yeah. because usually in this happens. Yeah. If you haven't listened to our poll earlier, this usually happens. That so we say like, yeah, I mean, I think he should just push up the the back four and try, you know, pass it to the wings and play the ball, you know, play some crosses in and James will come yeah you know I think the thing is that they should maybe get some more crosses in 
and get the ball higher up the pitch and get you know the wing and cross it and then Al will go you just repeated exactly what I said because so. I don't listen to anyone <laughs> but why don't you listen to your own pitch because that is exactly what they said you know that right yeah yeah absolutely. Are, are you guys did you, were you aware of when he was telling the story you, you didn't feel no, like that no okay. but they're, they're too polite probably for the best because <laughs> yeah. you're better in English than we are so yeah, yeah. for this <laughs> uh, but, but Dalish Hamlet is a good example for they haven't increased their um, attendance yeah. in two three hundred percent in the last yeah. five or six years mm-hmm. uh, really that, yeah. how, how much is that how would you say uh, the most leagues you were watching it was from championship to conference or conference south even no, oh no uh, to, to like level eight uh, in the oh, that low that low whoa oh my god alright but that's where we drew the line <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we couldn't go further but we were look, actually going to the old spot the dog where Clapton clap sorry Clapton yeah. playing uh, and it's an, um, I think it's the oldest senior ground in England yes. that's in, still in use. Okay. All right. Uh, and we were maybe planning to it was have. It's like 100 have, years old. How old is that? I mean, uh, Clacton, was it too far out? It's, that's Essex, isn't it? No, no. It? no, I think it's it's in in, in the uh, M25. Yeah. Okay. That's, the, that's what we use as a border of. So, so Watford would be kind of London. Or is outside? Which one? Watford. I think that's outside. Watford. No, that's, yeah. that's in. That's in. That, exactly. They're in the M25, but they don't like to, to refer to as a London team. Yeah. That might. Uh, yeah. But but it's it's quite. Uh, so so basically, wait. Division Eight. I was still trying to get ahead. So it's Championship, League One, League Two, Conference, Conference South. Yes. And then it's it's actually actually in here. Perfect. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're looking the in the book now we're because I, I usually get it's Conference South and North, and then it's what's that other thing called? There you go. All right. So, so exactly. You, so I assume you're the one because I noticed in the in the book you you were kind enough Eva to send us an advanced copy, which Porter. we didn't really get chance to read properly. But I I noticed you divided it up into like north, east, south, and west, exactly. and there was like uh, teams that you focused on. Mm. Uh, I noticed Barnet was one of them. Is that because you have a bit of a soft spot for Barnet? Exactly. And you mentioned Brentford. For, so Eric was Brentford. Eric was. Uh, are Brentford. they not a bit too successful for him now? Oh, yeah, we, he's a bit. <laughs> it would have been a problem for us if they would have gone up last year because yeah, then yeah. they were, would have been in the Premiership, and we said that we only could have Championship. Oh, yeah. So you're kind of happy that they yeah, didn't do it we were. in one did, way. Did you get a soft spot for a team? Uh, Leighton Orient. All right, okay, yeah, wicked. Yeah. That's an old classic club as well. Yeah, yeah. but, but I'm, I'm guessing most of these clubs are pre- probably pretty old. I mean, uh, yeah. you don't think about that. Maybe you think it's newly started clubs, but I mean, like League Two and Conference, you still have to go through a lot of divisions to get there. Apparently, I mean, you you went to eight, and then the twenty three in total. Twenty three, all right. And in Sweden, we have eight in total. That's Shrewsbury, low. Shrewsbury no, seven were formed in eighteen ninety one. I mean, that, that was a year before Liverpool were formed. So, I mean, these are there's are some old old clubs that are just sort of hanging on by a thread. But what was the newest club? The, was any club that was kind of like made 2000 I think uh, Wimbledon and Enfield Town Enfield yeah okay. they, were, they were merged in some way yeah I think there's been a few teams like Rushton and yeah. Diamonds were, were and Wingate and Finchley Wingate they were merged uh, by Margaret Thatcher oh, and what division are they in like, that's uh, level uh, 7 I think 7 yeah oh. so. <laughs> 
All right. It's the Ryman's. One of the Ryman's. Yeah, Ryman. Yeah. Either Ryman Pre- Premier, Premier League, or yeah. Ryman South. I guess. So when you when you go to the match, I'll do, get you, mixed do up you as find well, out? So. Do you do sort of research <laughs> ahead and say right where do the fans go? Because I assume you go to the pub beforehand. Yeah. Uh, do you test like the pies at the match or the sausage rolls? Or, <laughs> yeah, of course. Or the, yeah. Of course. So oh, in, oh, in your opinion, which which has got the because not the best ground, obviously the, the that will be one probably Brentford's, but the, the actual what's your favourite favourite stadium that you've been to? Uh, you've been to I I love quite. Brisbane Road. It's Brisbane. a it's a terrible uh, stadium. Yeah, with the houses in in the corner, but the the supporters club and the and the people there. Uh, it's amazing. So do do you go for that one? You go to the ground like early and actually yeah. drink and eat at the club beforehand, or one or two pubs uh, before the supporters' club. But fifteen beers later, every yeah. stadium is great. Isn't yeah. it? It's like, <laughs> it's like oh, that stadium is the great because we had the most pints there, of course. Uh, and do you, and do you, do you notice any sort of struggle to because Shrewsbury had a big sort of soul searching when they decided to finally leave the Gay Meadow which is mm. one of the worst stadiums ever made it flooded re- regularly name, I mean it was in the loop of the river it was under I mean we're not talking just a li- little bit damp we're talking under two feet of water so eventually <laughs> they they have a brilliant thing that though at which uh, they had a chap who when when they used to kick the balls out over the stadium they, and they would actually land in the River Severn they had a bloke who would so the the fans would then start chanting for Fred Davis as he was called, uh, Freddy, Freddy, where's Freddy? And then he would walk round the ground with a coracle on his back, which is one of these old-fashioned like medieval round boats that you only have one oar and you have to okay, do strange, okay, yeah, yeah. strange. And he would walk around out onto the and go and actually fetch the balls from the <laughs> from the river That's and then come back and then everyone he'd come back with the ball and everyone would cheer. Sure. And it's that sort of weird. But then they decided. But you can't see that in Premier League. No, exactly, no. And, it, and it is. It's a real charm. But they decided, like, we, we this, this, this is ridiculous. We had to cancel sort of seven or eight matches a year would be postponed because of bad weather. I mean, bad weather could be just a little bit too much rain. So they decided to move to an all-seater, pretty soulless. Uh, Ten thousand seater, a, a real stadium, a real stadium, <laughs> and it, it was, it was a. I mean, it, people in Shrewsbury still refer to it as the Meadow, uh, in the same way they, they did. But have you noticed there's this sort of struggle between maintaining the old, the, you know, the link to the past and. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the uh, the chapter about Barnet is is more more or less about that because they used to play at the Unreal. Which was was the first uh, low league ground I went to when I saw Barnet v okay. Shrewsbury in, in two thousand. Did, did we even mention the name of the book? I don't think we did. No, we, so it's on called on. Are You Here for the Game? Okay, football, we'll do a full plug of it. Football later. in London's Ukanter. So it's in Swedish at the moment. It's yeah. in Swedish. So, but you, you, you might be planning on doing it in English. Uh, hopefully, we we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, it's a small publisher here in Sweden, so there's not a lot of money in, involved. No. no. So you did it for the for the love of the exactly yeah exactly. Um, How did you feel that the clubs? Uh, did you go there and like interview uh, team members, leaders, and stuff like that as well, or you, did you just take the supporter kind of culture? Just the supporter, the supporter, yeah, supporter yeah, culture. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, did you get involved? With, uh, how many people are the regular? Like in uh, that team you mentioned, who was in in like the Ryman Premier League? How many people? 
do they have attendance? I mean, how many people go watch them? Uh, most team would have like 200 or 300. All right. Uh, but Dulwich Hamlets that we were talking about, uh, they have like uh, a thousand or something. Tot- mm. Tottenham actually bought a player from Dulwich Hamlet not that many years ago. I think 15 years ago. What was his name? Rory McEllen McCreary? What the bloody <laughs> hell? He met something. He's, yeah. And he actually... Played one game for Spurs. He came on against Derby. I mean, they bought him as a late bloomer. He was 22 years old, old striker, had a good season in some kind of Istvan Premier League, I think it was called back then, or something like that. And so they bought him over, uh, like on a free transfer, just a friendly or some bull, bull crap like that. And then he came on and, like, Istvan under George Premier. Graham, of course, yeah. came on and uh, against Derby, like 10 minutes, Mr. Sitter. And then he never <laughs> saw the face of Tottenham again. But there uh, has been a, a couple of players. Who played for Dulwich um, in the last season? Yeah, it was somebody yeah, else. Yeah, because yeah. I remember I said this. Somebody said he's Dulwich. I said Tottenham bought a player just like that bloody recorded yeah. player just said that. A, so, do you remember a, who it was? Yeah, Erson uh, Sumer. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. From he was a Tur- Tur- from Turkey, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because I have this the, the, this lad on Facebook, and he was he was in love with this. Man. I mean, apparently yeah. he was. Right, I, he was so he was, he was so he tiny. Was tiny. Yeah, yeah. Well, he, he went to. I think he signed for now. I, th- I think it was Peterborough. 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 Yeah. Okay. The posh, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It is. I think he actually played and scored some goals. Yeah, I think he did a decent first season. So Dulwich is on the map. Yeah, they're on the map. Yeah. So, I mean, do do you have do you have sort of any plans to follow this up with anything? Are you are you bitten by the? Absolutely, we're definitely going to do something. But what we need now is is, is sort of a break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Families with kids don't. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they need a break. At least. <laughs> Would you be interested in doing also, you know, on that level that is not only the supporters. So watching like the economy of the clubs and stuff is that also something that is an uh, interest in about or do you just want to get the feel of like London and the supporter culture uh, I guess that's what we're mainly interested in but, yeah. uh, but who knows what happens in the future because I'm guessing basically you and your dad used to go to games earlier, and you just used to go to games yeah, uh, more or less. You didn't have a specific team. Now we, we had a plan that we uh, should visit all of the football league grounds in London. That's why we started. Like, Jesus, going okay. okay, that's a lot so of grounds. That's a lot of them. Um, um, so that's how it st- it started for us. How many? How, how far did you get that with that? Uh, uh, this book actually like kind of destroyed that a bit because I haven't been able to travel with my dad as much. Oh, yeah. and, okay, and we have to go back to the same stadium to take more photos <laughs> and stuff like that. Damn it! But I think we're now you can pick it. the best one first. Yeah. So what, what's the what's the average cost? I mean, we talked about the cost of the Premier League. What, what's the what are you looking at paying? In yeah, uh, uh, we've been to Brentford in in League One, Leighton Orient in uh, League One, mm-hmm. uh, FC Wimbledon in League Two, and uh, Barnet in uh, the conference. Right. They're they're up, they're up in um, League Two again now. But when we saw them, they yeah. were in conference, and it would be like between twenty five to sixteen pounds. I'd say okay. between 16 and 25 so uh, 25 is still that seems like, that's it's not well, that cheap I suppose if it's cha- no, well, League, League 1 Brentford League, League 1 I I mean I know the standard League 1 League 1 isn't brilliant and 25 pounds sounds like quite a lot of money to yeah. 
but this is this is what I'm thought... saying about the, they 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 they're, they're having to become they get to a certain level. There's a certain amount of money coming in yeah. through through the through the tele, but their stadium when once they get up to League One, they have to have a certain level of stadium, hmm. uh, and they have to sort of behave in a, yeah, in but a professional. At, at least and, and all four of the clubs uh, are planning or have moved. To new state, yeah. 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 So it is yeah. happening. Yeah, Barnet has moved. Yeah, Leighton Orient was planning to go to the Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah they had. To, yeah, uh, I couldn't believe that that was on on the agenda. Uh-huh. The, the Tottenham was up against West Ham and Leighton Orient. Oh, what are you talking about? But they feel forced because uh, the Olympic Stadium is so close to Brisbane Road. Yeah, so they're really scared of what's hap- going to happen if a Premier yeah, exactly. West Ham can dump the prices and, mm. and yeah, fill the stadium. Th- that, is, that is exactly what uh, I read. A, uh, I read an article about that uh, actually. That was just about the Leighton Orient we're talking about. It was quite interesting mm. to see that that because West Ham moved to the Olympic Stadium. So they have so many seats to fill. They don't have that many supporters. They'll just slash prices and try to get these people. Because you talked about that before, that a lot of people go to these these games, not only from the beginning as supporters from the club, maybe because it's nearby Mm. and it's cheaper to go when you want to watch some live footy. You can't afford to go to maybe Spurs or Arsenal or or any of those teams, really. I mean, Spurs is difficult to get tickets to. Arsenal is really expensive. They get the more expensive prices. Mm. So maybe if you live in in the Botsai area, is that a lot of reason you think people go there? Because it's it's, it's just Wherever you are in London, if you're in South London, go to go to Whitehall Lane. It takes you five hours mm. of that day. I mean, it's unbelievable. Mm. Uh, it takes you literally five hours. I mean, yeah. So instead, you could pick one of the the local teams. Yeah. But it's really important in England, uh, I guess you 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 know, to support your local team. So yeah. even if you say you support West Ham, but you live in North London, you, you might go see Barnet because that's your local team, even though we still support yeah. West Ham too. So that's it's a lot lot more common in in England to have two teams than it's in Sweden. It's generally yeah. more accepted. That, that yeah. You, yeah. But if you have a big team, you like well, that's, a little team. But that's kind of how... I, I think it's a bit for some people in Sweden who are like I am. My first team is definitely not Swedish. A lot of my friends, their first team is the Swedish team. And then it's an English team or maybe... 50-50 or they follow the English team more because there's more money on television whatever yeah. but for me it's always been that my first team is Tottenham and then we had local teams like I can go I used to watch you go to when I lived with my, uh, my parents up north but then I moved to Söder we go to Bayern games as, as well so I think Sweden is really common to have two teams but in a different way I'm guessing yeah. it's not a local and one team you, you don't have two Swedish teams no. you have one Swedish team you have one foreign team yeah. kind of yeah. uh, what the hell was that something alright That's actually that James's it. wife sitting here, Rachel, <laughs> and she hasn't said anything except for that weirdly sounding fart. I mean, that was <laughs> quite nasty, actually. I mean, that, that was, was the British inbred kind of. Talking, that was an inbred yeah, kind it's of. Yeah, gone out of the room because like, the deal's yeah. been. It's like an electronic one. Uh, <laughs> really weird. So, I mean, how, how long did it take for you to from from when you had the idea to to the actual the book? Actually, being published. What? Uh, we started out uh, the first trip we we made in April 2013, uh, and we we finished it finished it in August, uh, handed it in, handed it into the printer. So it took almost two and a half two and a half years, a little bit more. Two and a half years. Mm. So it must feel quite nice now. You've you've done it. Yeah, it, it feels great actually. Yeah. And have you had any response so far? Uh, when did you release the book? It's not released actually. It's, it's not released yet. It's, uh, Brilliant. It's, so this is we got a signed copy before it's released. That's right. It's going to be worth zillions in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> We're going down to Bokmassan in Gothenburg. Okay, uh, brilliant. Friday. Yeah. So the, that's the official release. We had a pre-release in uh, Östergötland. 
All right. On Saturday. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. You have a role in Whitehead. Brilliant. I'm... Where? No. I'm in, uh, I'm yeah. in, I'm in Örebro. Uh, I'm working for Footballskanalen. Yeah, we, we were Christmas. all busy. You should go. You're not busy. No, I've, it's been... It was last week. It was last week. Last week. No, I said, you're all invited. So, I was like, it's my English. English. <laughs> I thought you said was, and then you said you're all invited. I was like, okay. You were invited. Yeah, you were invited. We <laughs> didn't hear about that. Well, thank you, James, for the information. Uh, that's brilliant. So we were invited to this book, and you wouldn't ever think that it would be interesting to no, go no. to, like... I mean, the, the the people you're talking about that we're gonna have on the pod <laughs> had the book release one block away from where I live. One, literally one block. I live literally there, and you didn't care to mention the only day I came back from the tour was in the morning on Saturday. I could have got easily, and you didn't even mention it. Should I go? I'll go back and no, you know, you should you. go back in time and have oh, fix it. it. Ha- tell your mom sorry, to have an abortion when you she was pregnant with you. That is what you should she, do for she, the. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But he doesn't need telling. My God, so he knew about this. You should have never known alive. Oh, he he knew about this. You told James that that we were all right. No, 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 definitely You're an absolute Absolute. idiot, my friend. I mean, you've done so well this entire... I was shocked. In the story, there were shoes, but I thought, oh, he's going to go on a seizure. Even Rachel, I could feel her. You didn't tell me, I would have gone. No, you didn't tell me or Al both of us were I've here had, I've had a busy time but I can't you, keep up with all of this stuff you couldn't keep you know all of this usually when you talk about me and Al it's fine but you're actually telling this about Peter and, and Yuan's it's yeah. it's amazing You you it's, I couldn't believe that you could do be more stupid than you are and then you knew about the book release and you didn't tell us I, I'm shocked I'm really sorry on behalf of the whole of Swedish football mafia. And behalf of Sweden. Uh, and behalf of Sweden, actually. Yeah, yeah. And England. And, England yeah. and Scotland Jewish and Germany, Britain. all of that. Uh, because that must have been hard for you, uh, with the prices being that much, because you support like seven teams. Yeah, right? exactly. I've, I've got a season ticket at all of them. All right. You heard before he said he didn't support. We have to cover this once for all. We say this too often in the pod. You support Liverpool? Do you mean truly support? No, I mean, just like, support. Just, you know, just, you know. No, do you mean, do you mean, like, have a soft... Like, I, yeah. I once said, soft spot because fight. of Batistuta, I have a bit of a soft spot. The team I look at in in Italy is Fiorentina. That's supporting. You look for that's a team. Nice. No, yeah, that's support. That's, that's, but I don't claim to be... When you look for a team at table, listen, guys, if you look for a specific team in, like, Hungarian League, you can't support that team in the Hungarian League. 
I'll buy into that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. like you have brand friends. Listen, they say they have different teams. So, we'll start with, we have Liverpool. In, in, do you want it in order? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Your, your heart and mind is structural. You have no <laughs> idea what the order would be with those factors no, involved. Once I'm past Shrewsbury. Liverpool, Shrewsbury. Liverpool, Shrewsbury. All right. And then and in Sweden, in, Swe- in Sweden, Bayern AIK as well. All right, that's brilliant. Because I've been to them. All right, that's like loving Hitler and Gandhi. All right, and then and then and then you have and then you have Fiorentina. Yeah. Yes, Fiorentina. Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, of course, because you're German and because you're German, right? Yeah. Half German. In Scotland, you have some teams in Scotland, probably part Scottish. Probably Dundee United. Dundee United. All right. And then some more in Italy. Is it Roma? Was there anything? Spain. Uh, not really Spain really sure I could probably Valencia Valencia here we go Valencia. here we go anything in Moroccan League I could probably league? tell you who I like in each team in Ma- each country Moroccan League do you have Saint-Étienne I've got I like in, in here we go here we go how do you feel as your wife he can't I mean you're, you're, he's married to you yeah. and he's talking about soft spots here I mean yeah. imagine how we with women it's like Lisa work <laughs> Tiffany at work you want to be at the now obviously yeah. Uh, oh, yeah it's not just women obviously you can't be that strict uh, Germany I've done Germany no it's good now it's fine yeah. we're up at 9 9 it's a delusional I like Skonto Riga as well alright in Latvia it, because the name or because my granddad was born in Riga so, and right. so Skonto. is it confession time yeah go on then yeah how many do my you have my team yeah. uh, the first team yeah. you've got in Sweden you've got on fine uh, in England Leighton Orient okay uh, Dalit Hamlet alright Wingate and Finchley because fuck? of the, the right. stadium okay. it's a real stadium porn to go there yeah All right. yeah. in what sense how would you say that Why? Uh, it's amazing uh, the, the stands okay it's an Art Deco stand I think it's called Abraham and you Abraham. can stand up on Harry those Abraham. stands right yeah yeah yeah, yeah? yeah. 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 it's well, only Premier League is you have to you really officially have to have sit down to. officially mm. but nobody does but, but the, uh, I think this one it's, uh, it's in the book you can have a look of course so keep going with your list. What's uh, and and uh, my second team in Sweden is uh, Beko Hecken in Gothenburg Hecken, because my okay. uh, fiance is from Gothenburg and I was she there, loves and I have to support them. I was just there a couple of weeks. Really nice. Uh, the crowd was good. Yeah, I mean, the, the place in the, in the new uh, yeah, Bra- 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 no, I haven't been there. Yeah, we were in there doing the the whole of the event for footballs canal and okay, so okay. the players were there. And they had that tournament. And it was really nice stadium. It was so new. I mean, it really looked fresh. I so mean, they played you, six you, games or something. Do like you that. have a, a team in Italy that you would? No. If you you have like no. zero, no. you know they no. have. You know, it's, it's uh, Sweden and England. You yes. know why? Because you, maybe maybe in in Scotland, Partick Thistle. Yeah, yeah, Partick Thistle. There you go. No, but but the reason he has because he likes to be there. You have because you're English and your imperialistic feeling is that you have to have one (laughs) one team in every (laughs) country. So when you take that country, so you can just move into that place. He's just planning his you know major (laughs) power to do that. Or when Thatcher revives and start doing it, you're so here's the the Harry, Harry. Abraham Stadium and this is the stand it's That's amazing pretty, it looks like a spaceship you can't <laughs> see it over but it, was there any place because you can't really oh, wow. drink heavily Place, but was there any stadiums that they have like that people have pub in the ground kind of is there any place that has that in, in Champion Hill in Dulwich they have a pub like in in the stadium yeah yeah you can stand and watch the game and they have their own beer like the Dulwich Hamlet's beer and proper yeah, beer yeah. that's a proper beer it's no no that's a lager yeah, it's, yeah it's, but it's proper beer. Yeah, it's, it's proper beer. Yeah. Oh, I think oh. you mean a. No, 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 no. no. 
<laughs> it means it's normal strength. No, I like lager, man. It's yeah. fine. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I'm actually, I, I like, I'll actually start to, the older I get, I realize that I, I've gone the other way. Uh, I'm not yeah. going more and more heavier bit. I started up with it. Now I just like, like a Czech lager is fine. You yeah. know, just a simple, I like like You're a simple little, man. Yeah, like a lighter. Yeah, when it comes to that. Yeah. When it comes to there is a, a, a quote. Uh, I think it's in the Leighton Orient chapter. Hmm? That right. says that going to Premier League is like drinking lager. Ah. Going to the to the lower league is it's like, like IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real. It's like real. Yeah, yeah. it's real. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can imagine. So, so they literally have like you sit in the stand and you can go have a pint. Watching the come on, son, that you're having yeah. a baby. Yeah, yeah. I've right. seen the f- I've seen the photos uh, on his face. I really this, missed that, you know. That? Sort of and I champion here the um, the sports they have change glasses. sides as well. So they always stand in front of the attacking goal. Really? Then, yeah. then they walk over to the other <laughs> side and stand there. So, Where was that? At Champion Hill. That's that's amazing. Yeah. That's fantastic. I love so, it. Or is it the the attacking end? Yeah. Hopefully yeah. they have an offensive team, otherwise you never see your players. You just see the back of them the entire game to defending the whole time. <laughs> they they play quite attractive football, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they, they, do. yeah, they yeah. do. I think that the coach is Gavin. And, and how is do they have like securities and stuff like that, like as other grounds, or is it just some grounds like in conference with three hundred people they have nothing? So people can like have a. I seat. didn't see any. So people have like a fag in in the crowd. They just, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have like they'll have maybe a. a I really miss that. You know that. For just for, they have probably have to have a certain like uh, an ambulance person there. One. Really? Do they? Do they I really? Think they would do if if you have a gathering of people in England. You you have to have certain. Two hundred people. It won't be stewards or or any more than a, a couple of people just to help you. I assume but, they work for free as well. But, but honestly, yeah. if you go to a Premier League game. I mean, first of all, you have to. It takes a lot of time just to get in. I mean, yeah. Yeah. just because of, you have to be there quite early. So it takes you. If you get kickoff is three, you basically are in and about twelve. Yeah. Even if you live in London, you, you have to leave at twelve. Yeah. Wherever, wherever you live, if you live close by, you know. And then you get there. It takes a lot of time to go go inside. You can't drink anything. You can't smoke. You have to sit down. I mean, a lot of that. I mean, I, because I don't like the hooliganism. I hate that <laughs> screaming and shit. Yeah. But I would love to sit on a pint and have a fag while watching a football game. I mean, yeah. that that will be amazing out, outdoors. It could even rain then. I would just like that. Or but, even even if they don't have the beer at the ground, you it, like for example. No, when, I would like to have it to, at the ground. When we used to go sitting to watching the game, you, that's you would what leave I want. Until ten minutes before, I'm a grown you, up man. Around and. Yeah, I mean, I mean I'm, I, you know, I understand that a lot of people speak, but when you think about it, I'm a grown-up person. I can do that. So I find it really sh- shamefully for all of us as a society that I can't have that because people get nuts. And that's quite boring. I mean, so I'm, I, I can really understand what you get there. When you get the real football kind of experience, watching the game, people are probably not screaming, fuck this, fuck that all the entire time, or just racist shit and gay, anti-homosexual... Re- chance that they do at a lot of football grounds unfortunately mm. Mm. it's hard to go with kids mm. do you, do you yep. generally find that the atmosphere is a lot more pleasant at the, the lower league or are, are uh, there some definitely well? Dulwich Hamlet I brought my two yeah. kids to the Dulwich Hamlet game yeah. uh, and, oh, my daughter is, is 19 and my son is 6 so, uh, <laughs> but, but they but they loved it yeah yeah I've been to quite a lot of football in England now, and I've never experienced anything, any violence, anything that felt 
threatening or anything. I mean, just go down to Tele2 Arena when Hamby play Djurgården or Hamby's yeah. my team uh, or AIK or Gothenburg or whatever. It's it's definitely heaps worse than it is in in England. I think yeah. England cleaned up. They did well. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. I mean, they, they've done unbelievably well. That's what, exactly what we said the other day. I was watching the game between uh, Gothenburg and Hammarby, as you said. Yeah, we and, and we were watching the game and just this cut of ten minutes for what? I mean, and we're like we're in Sweden. I mean, there's not even thirty thousand on the on the ground. It's, it was what was it, sixteen thousand something like that, mm, twenty thousand maybe. And they're like, yeah, but it's a lot of people. I was like, but in Premier League. 20,000 is a disgrace if that's few. There's yeah. at least 35,000 every game up to 70,000. Nothing. Mm. Nothing happens. Mm. I mean, I mean, what the hell is... I mean, we really... There's something wrong with Swedish football. What is your take on that has been to lower leagues as well, seen a lot of ground. Why do you think there's so much violence or at least aggression in Swedish football grounds for some reason compared to England because there's fewer people going to the games? I I don't have a good answer on, on that either but I, I guess that um Swedish Swedish the Swedish football association should have a look on what they did in England to to like clean clean the stadiums up a bit and, and try to copy that and and, and make it uh, uh, I, I mean you, of course you're supposed to be able to bring your kids to the game that's, mm. that's I don't think you can I don't think I would be comfortable bringing if I was alone with like three nine-year-olds I would feel extremely uncomfortable with that. Mm. I mean, maybe not unfair that they'll be struck or something, but if it was my kid, fine. But if I'm going to bring like my friend, his two friends, I'm going to bring them to atmosphere where they're screaming. You know exactly what they're screaming yeah. about. Mm-hmm. This is an adult pod. Pod, we can say. I mean, even the chance we always said the the weird chance we always bring this up. The one of the worst racist chants we ever heard is the one with Adebayor. Have you heard that? Oh, this is a test to see how journalists can take the okay. real. I mean, they, they, they sing this. Uh, probably Tottenham supporters sang it first for the Arsenal when you played it. Adebayor, Adebayor, uh, your dad cleans elephants, your mom is a whore. I mean, they used to say. It mixes in racism and. And, you know, it's yeah. just degrading in every single way. And, you know, as a football fan, you can hear that and you kind of laugh. That it's kind of creative in an extremely racist, degrading way. <laughs> but, you know, basically, it could have been. I mean, it does not even have to be a white dude who did that song. It could be just some Yorkshire guy who's black. Because like, I'm not African. I can do this uh, uh, African racist joke. Because, you know, it could be. You don't even know. But to bring your kids and they're listening to that, I mean, yeah. it's kind of weird. We went to Hammarby, a friend of ours was kicking the, the, the bloody bin. And, you know, a father was sitting with his nine. He was like, yeah, that, that man is angry on the bin. That, that's all he could say. <laughs> because you can't really, what, what are you supposed to say to a nine-year-old? I mean, yeah. uh, why the hell are they kicking the bins around because mm-hmm. we lost the game? I mean, it's stupid. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, we took our kids to Hammarby, you, Gordon... Like quite a long time ago, when they were about nine or ten, and it, two thousand four. So yeah, like the youngest was four then. So it was quite, and we saw a fight outside. We yeah. just sort of had to whisk them past. The grass. Yeah, oh, we I've had to whisk them, whisk them past. But uh, I, I'd say, I mean, now my, my son, he's sixteen. He goes, it's. I mean, he 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 knows what. Is it the Manchester yeah. United supporter? Yeah, the the, yeah. the the one is named after. Yes, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the other one is a Manchester United supporter, and the older one is just named after Sir Alex Ferguson's yeah, same birthday. It's that one. The so one you have a soft spot for United as well. Oh yeah, I love him. Okay. Always, yeah, Brilliant. He's in, yeah, team right. number ten. Yeah. <laughs> team number ten. Yeah. They're team number eight million and ten. However many clubs there are in the world. I mean, but you must have. There must have been a softer spot for 
for them. Now that your wife supports them, her Not family does, it's your even son, worse. It's even you worse. named your son after the, one of the greatest managers ever lived. Uh, Just after we got married, I had to watch the 1996 uh, FA Cup final between Man United and Liverpool when Cantona scored. Oh. Uh, and I had to watch it surrounded by Manx. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Funnily, my best mate <laughs> Jimmy had Manx. the exact same experience. And yeah. he said, when that, 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 beep fucker is going to actually I beeped the wrong word there uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so when, when he's going to when he's going to quit I'm going to have a pint and then he quit like the year after something like that yeah he quit after that final didn't he uh, oh how would you know it's about football exactly. uh, so, so. Actually, bang yeah but actually that was one of the worst finals there'd been for a long time and even the Liverpool fans were sort of like well at least it's over now because it was it was horrible it was the worst it was the year of the, the, the Liverpool turned up in cream suits and mm. everyone it was the sort of Spice Boys mm. Fowler Cottonwood McManaman yeah that was wasn't wasn't great. Yeah, but you did win uh, FA Cup like five years five years later when Owen scored two goals in the end. And that was one of the most unfair finals I've ever Absolutely. seen in my entire and it was against life. Arsenal, which is brilliant. I was sitting there with my mate Jimmy, who's a Liverpool supporter, and he was bloody swearing for ninety minutes, sitting there how shit they were for eighty-eight minutes or something, and then two <laughs> goals from nowhere. And Hanchos had a clear handball oh, yeah, on, the line. on the line. It was clear. I mean, it was a red card penalty. The game was over and they won two. And nobody talks about that in the history books. It just says they won. I mean, isn't that... I hate that we didn't talk about referees and stuff like that. How, how, how are the referees in, in the lower division, would you say? And how did the crowd react to that? I think it's the same. Really? Everybody hates the referee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, not, yeah. it's not even there. But he's not even on like 70 or 80 grand like he is in a Premier League match. I can imagine the ref getting some real shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> and, do you see- and the language can be pretty strong as well. Yeah. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, it's still football. Yeah. I went with my daughter to, to Brisbane uh, Road and she was amazed by the use of F word. Yeah, yeah, that's she, cool. Yeah. Uh, that's like saying hello. Yeah. She hadn't, uh, she's very good at English. But he hadn't. She hadn't heard so many f words. No, not very, not uh, different. She, not so close together. No, yeah. she was just looking at these guys. So, do, do most clubs have a sweary man in the corner? Because Shrewsbury had Andy Tank. It was called. <laughs> and it, he 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 didn't even it, it didn't even ever ever seem to be related to what was going on on the pitch or even what historically had yeah, ever uh, gone on on the pitch. <laughs> he would just stand in the corner and just swear. Yeah. And often at the at the linesman uh, or the nearest player yeah. and regardless of whether they played for Shrewsbury or not he was just a very angry man I think there's one of them in, in every yeah they, they, <laughs> everyone, who, everyone knows who, who it is oh, yeah. Yeah. but I, I love it when there is an angry man and that angry man gets told off by somebody else who's even angrier and stronger <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean I can't I, this was the funniest day ever we just we're up playing Middlesbrough of all the teams it's the first game of the season uh, Juan de Ramos we just won the League Cup we just sold Berbatov he's, he's on his way of being sold so Bentley's bought in right so he plays Bentley and this guy that we know Shax uh, he's got every game away game Europe everything he has always one person he fucking hates at Spurs always something he hated Robbie Keane for some reason everybody loved him oh he missed it and some shit always on it and now Bentley was his new target because he was Arsenal uh, because he used to play for Arsenal so he's sitting there slating him for 10-15 minutes like a tall Indian guy with like a blonde hair doesn't look too incri- in- intimidating so he's standing there like, oh you're Bentley Bentley 
And after a while, this guy behind him, all shaved, he looked like a proper Nazi. He wasn't, but yeah. he looks like a tough, you know, skinhead Nazi. He's like, Oi, shut the fuck up. If you don't, if you keep on slaying your team, I'm gonna come down there, I'm gonna slip your throat. <laughs> and he just rails on him. And I find, and my sister is for the first time on game. She's much older than I, but she's never been to a premiership game. It was amazing. So she, she came along. And she just heard that, and I died of laughter. I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing because he was just like a mouse after that. And then they <laughs> disappeared halftime, came back like ten minutes late for the game. Best pals, been to the toilet. God knows what the <laughs> fuck they've been there. All poked up, come back with some. I don't know what the hell's going on. Just completely morons. Yeah, but it's just football crowds can be so. I mean, well, actually, there is a story in the in, in the book about the geezer at. Uh, Kings Meadow, yeah, at the, at the at Wimbledon the game, and he was complaining about the the. He was a Wimbledon supporter, yeah, and he was complaining through the second half at every kick they did, every <laughs> player they were shite, they were everything, they were, and then he they, they were losing two 0 and he was just absolutely loving it in one way, yeah, because yeah, he, could, he, could he just, loved to moan, yeah, yeah. they could moan just kept on moaning and then when he he walked off they they were awarded a, pe- a penalty and uh, they scored a penalty so it was 3-0 to to more came and he was like so happy when he left <laughs> in a weird way <laughs> i've never seen anyone look more happy in a weird way he's like that was shy yeah. Yeah. fantastic yeah. because he could get it was all the last it, it, it was the last home game yeah. for oh, yeah. on that season he was see you next year like <laughs> 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 Completely forgot yeah. about everything. Yeah. Just he's just a happy peppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, excellent. Well, thank you ever so much for coming. Yeah, uh, thank you for having now us. People are probably going to want to to buy this. So, where, where is it going to be available from? Uh, Can you buy it online? Absolutely, on all the major Adlibris, uh, Bookus, stuff so like that. We also have a, uh, our own uh, webpage where you can find more information of the book. It's um, footballilondon.se footballilondon.se And then uh, you, you have a Facebook page called Are You Here For The Game? So go in like that and I assume you'll update with... With various things in there, Absolutely. is that something you're, you're going to keep alive after, after the book? Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's a matter yeah. of time. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. And, and before we finish, uh, if if we have some listeners who are in London and you know feel like you know, I, I wouldn't mind watching it, one of the, those games now. What if you pick one stadium? Do you uh, think you should go to and what division? I, I, I think they should go to to Griffin Park in Brentford before they move. Because right, yeah. Griffin Park is is it's it's amazing, yeah. classic. Mm. It's got one pub in each corner of the stadium. Uh, one is closed now, so uh, the best one is closed. Oh. Uh, but it's uh, it's everything that English football should be. And if they and because Brentford are doing quite well, I assume they've got quite decent crowds as well. Yeah, because that's the thing. Yeah. That would say, I would say the the only thing for me that I would miss if I went to see the, the very very you know the tier seven is. I don't think it would be that much fun if there's 50 people there. The Dulwich Hamlet, I can I think stand with it. around a thousand. I think, but, but if you find one who's got like it's an old school stadium, but with ten, twelve thousand, that's yeah. But, but if, if you say Brentford, if you want to go to like if you wanted to do this even smaller one, you're in London really for an anyone yeah. just want to go to a small club, is it Dulwich? D- yeah, Dulwich Hamlet. I think yeah, that's the best, the best yeah. bet for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Dulwich Hamlet yeah. or Brentford, if you're in London, we, we just the entrance is behind the car wash. 
<laughs> Brilliant. That's amazing. So if anybody is at any of these games, we would love to see if you can send in and just a picture or tag something. That would be great just to see for real life. If somebody during this course of the season is actually Or even there. in Sweden, if, if you're a massive... Umeå fan or if they even have a team yeah, I'd love to see some like. of d- course d- they have a team well we did Lilia Holman yeah Lilia Holman the they, they were good yeah they were they, they had some good you know the expat team do, in, do, do, you, you do remember we did a report with them, them. Yes. We, they sat with their yeah. whole supporter group yeah. and we no, did the whole episode but they weren't from Umeå not Lilia Holman wasn't it Longholman Longholman Long yeah. <laughs> seizure seizure I didn't even that's actually that. That, that's actually seizure from my point of view yeah that's, that's the closest he's ever come to making a mistake thank you no, no, well no. Done. thank you Peter I you hate Peter as yeah. uh, <laughs> Peter you want song you can send the death mails to Peter yeah. you want song I'm done in the next episode <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly yeah. so Peter Johansson and Johan Orbe thank you ever so much for coming it's been a pleasure the most intelligent I've ever been yeah, actually, I, w- I was shocked there when, the, when that story actually held up. <laughs> you know, the first one, I, I was like, "Oh no, this is going down the fire." This is going, and I was just—I could just feel Rachel's like, "I've got to get a divorce. I've got to get a divorce." Yeah, no, and then when she like, finished the story, she actually was like, "Wait a minute! Now I remember why I don't love them that much." That so much, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Okay, okay thank you very much, thank and you. good luck with the book. And uh, we'll keep uh, keep it on watch. And hopefully yeah. next time you invite us to one of these, we'll know that. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks ever so much. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.